What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex Peak. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And we got our girl in the building. Go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Marlene. Y'all, we have a guest on the show. Yes, y'all. This is our <laughs> first guest of the year. This is my beautiful friend, Marlene. <laughs> I know y'all get tired of it just being like me and Dre. Yes. Y'all be like, y'all need to have somebody else on the show because y'all both some birds. And I'll be like, that's <laughs> what they be saying about us? Like the call. audacity, all this entertainment that we give them for free, and they, they want somebody else. <laughs> and they, but it's cool though, you know. It's cool. We listen to what y'all say, and I, now we have a guest. And then, not only do we have a guest, y'all, but we also have wine glasses. Yes, do y'all see us? Cause y'all know we. I ain't got guests. mine yet, but they got theirs. We gonna get her. We gonna get her honorary wine down Wednesday glass. So as you know. For the past like few months, we've been drinking wine out of the champagne glasses because Drea breaks all the glasses. I do. And thank God I have such a wonderful mother. Shout out to little Annie. Hey, little Annie. She got us some wine glasses that actually say Wine Down Wednesday and our names on them. So thanks, Mom. Shout out to you. I don't know if y'all can see. Love Shout you, out to you, Mom. Yeah. Thanks, Mama Annie. So <laughs> starting with the new year, like we said, we're about to have an all new format. We're about to start bringing guests on. This is just about to be a whole new wind down Wednesday. Okay. Amen. What? I said amen. Oh, amen. Amen. Cheers. 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 We forgot. Cheers. Okay, so anyways, enough of the chit chat. Let's get into it because I have a lot to say today. And y'all know how I get down. Oh, okay. What, girl? Cause I do, cause I do know how you get down. Okay, so I saw this on Twitter. <laughs> Don't be slick. Anyway, mm. I saw this on Twitter the other day, and I thought it was interesting because um, I just feel like. <sighs> Let me not say nothing. Let me just say the topic. Okay. Dating in your social status. Okay. Mm. So basically, somebody said, "I hate when certain." Um, men talk to me when you know that you're not in my league you mm-hmm. need to stay in your lane mm-hmm. and then another guy responded to her tweet and was like see that's why you got it fucked up i can have any bitch i want mm-hmm. so that's the topic at hand do you believe that you can be out of somebody's league or do you believe that if somebody wants somebody if they are confident enough you can have anybody you want Okay, personally, I think there is a social status, and I do think people need to date within their social status. I only say that because I don't know if certain guys have tried to come to y'all, but I know certain guys have tried to come to me, and I'm like, now you know. It's definitely levels. However, I do feel like people are capable of getting who they want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mm-hmm. How do you feel? I mean, was you done? No, yeah, I'm done. Go ahead. You was done? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Because I feel like you could want somebody, but you can't, that don't necessarily mean you can get them. Right. You could be even be in a in a certain social uh, circle or social status and you still can't get who you want. Right. That is right. true. Everybody can't get everybody. Right. right. So that I disagree true. with him on that. Like the person that you said said. Like oh, he can he have get, any girl. Yeah, you want. can't have everybody that you want. Right. Because at the end of the day, men do the choosing, but women choose up. Right. Right. Okay, so here's what I have to say about it. Now, I feel like, of course, uh, a woman's going to say, oh, it's certain type of dudes that I only talk to. But let's keep it real. If a dude approach you, he can be fine, this and that. But if he's broke, you you most likely you're not going to talk to him. Right. Okay, so a dude cannot be in your social status and let's say... He, not that he's lame, but he's not running with like, you know, all the famous people or whoever's in your social status, but he got money. You're still going to talk to him. You're going to talk to him. He, his social status may not be like, he not, he may not be in the same crowd as you, mm-hmm. but if he got some bread, he's going to be able to pull you, period. And that's what it is. So I feel like, as well, far, I don't know. No, no, no. I'm going to say this. I feel like as far as, and I'm a woman too, so I may be incriminating myself, but Social status really doesn't matter because if a nigga got money, you gonna talk to him. Nine times out of ten, you at least gonna let him take you on a date. I don't know, my right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's not true. It's 
social status is one thing having money is another thing right so social status like if somebody has money that doesn't necessarily mean i'm gonna talk to them i'm still gonna have to have a certain relationship or a certain level with you to be able to connect with you right now i um, still like, have my reservations right but i'm saying yeah. off the rip if a dude come and talk to you he got a rolex on he got some balenciagas on his feet and he done pulled up in a ferrari you still gonna be like well let me see what he talking about Say, come on, y'all. Keep it 100. No, I am keeping it 100 because I feel like I've had guys like that try to talk to me and I curved them. Yes. Uh, and you know, am I lying? You know it. I don't know because I ain't never been there. You curved a nigga in a Ferrari. <laughs> 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 yeah. if, you, if you curved him, guess who's behind you waiting on his number? Big mama. Like, hey. I'm just being honest. Like, I'm just being honest. I feel like. Social status does matter to a certain extent, but I feel like for guys, it's different. Like, yeah, guys can be like, oh, I can have any girl you want, but it's it's really not like that. But that's what I, I mean, but we agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree on that. But I feel like social status doesn't matter. It really, it's just like now, it doesn't to matter. Me, it, does. it matters what you have. Because I want somebody with the social status in me. That I can connect with. Like somebody, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. social status definitely matters. It matters to me too. No, I agree with y'all. The social status does matter, but to a certain extent, if a, if a dude has $50 million in his bank account, but he's just a homebody and nobody really knows who he is, you still going to at least be like, oh, let me see what he's talking about. But behind the man, though, fifty million. Did you Google him? Shit, I Googled him. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. You you really don't know if they have money. Right. And the way Atlanta is set up, everybody look like they got look money. like exactly. Yeah. Everybody look like they got money. So if a dude pull up in a Ferrari, people gonna think he had money. But what if that's not his? Even he could have rent. I agree. Now this is me he can rent that now, right. on me personally. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm gonna keep it real. I don't date off of social status, and Dre knows that about me. Like, if I fuck with you, we can have one, we can have one conversation. If you cool and I'm feeling the vibes, it don't matter. I, you can have nothing on designer, nothing. You can be pulling up in a. Well, let me not lie. I was about if to say, you pull up in an F one fifty, I ain't fucking with you. I was about to say, I real. I was about to say you can pull up in a Honda Civic, but I was pushing it. No, you can't pull up. Also, you want to find a Honda? I'm crying Well, I'm just saying this. I, <laughs> I feel like I, me personally, because also because I am getting older, I do feel like I give people who aren't necessarily my social status a chance. I do. Okay. You know the day don't went on the other day when I told you the dude was laughing too hard at my jokes. Like, he was not even in my social status, not even somebody I would typically go out with. But right. the first time I met him, mm-hmm. I liked how he came at me and he was respectful. So mm-hmm. I gave him a chance. Right. So I feel like for me personally, I always try to date outside of the norm of mm-hmm. what my type usually is. Right. Because that's where your king may be. Right. You know what I'm saying? That is facts. So really? I, you feel that way too? Yes. Like sometimes I feel like I'm used to cert- dating like a certain type of dude. So I want to date outside of what I'm normally used to dating mm-hmm. because... You never know. You yeah. never like it, know. You know, because I mean, truly. They no, I'm not going to lie. I try to date outside my social little circle status, whatever. The shit ain't work, bitch. <laughs> neither. It, it didn't for me, neither. It didn't for me. But that's, so that's why now I stay in so my I'm, I'm, I'm still not going to like curse somebody. Because like I said, if you cool and we have good vibes, you never know. Yeah. You but know. I feel like for women. But you still got to have a bag, though. Right. You got to have the bag. Because period. Yeah. Because we get in the bag. You know what I'm saying? So we're not trying to talk about niggas who don't got a bag. Right. So let us know. Social status. How y'all feel right. about talking to people out. Do you feel like, oh, there's people out of my league? Like, do you feel like there's any guy out of your league? Any guy out of my league? Ooh. I don't necessarily feel that way. And I'm going to say that because I feel like niggas who I probably would have thought was out of my league a few years ago, they be in my DMs. So it'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like any guys are out of your league? Yeah, I you do. do. Yeah, I do. I feel like some dudes are out of my yeah, league. I do too. But 
I'm telling you, that's why when niggas come to us that's under us, they probably look like I could get any girl I want. Right. I look at a dude and be like, if I wanted him, I could get I any dude that. I want. No, I agree with you. And I, I mean, and now that you said that, let me retract my statement a little bit. I do feel like there are probably certain guys who are out of my league because let's be real, like I am getting my own money and stuff like that. I don't need to necessarily do, mess with a dude who has money because come on, boss bitch. Because I pay my own bills and stuff on some right. real shit. So at the Each end of the facts. right. So at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't necessarily need you, but I do feel like it's guys who are really doing it for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who to where I'm I'm not necessarily probably the type of woman that they want. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, because I'm not all the way where I wanna be. Yeah. I'm getting money, but right, I ain't no right. boss ass I ain't no super boss ass right. bitch yet. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like for a super boss ass nigga, nah, I probably ain't on his level yet. For me, so he might want to fuck with me for looks, but not. That's what I was about to say. Exactly. Now, that was my next yeah. point. I feel like, and but I'm opposite of you okay. because I feel like physically, I'm probably. I, I know I'm not everybody's type, and mm-hmm. I know I probably couldn't pull some people. But I feel like once we sit down and start talking, if I can sit down and talk with every man that I would feel like is out of my league, once we sit down and have a one on one, I know I'm gonna get you. Yeah, every man, Personality. any man in this world, I guarantee you. I could get if we could sit down and have a conversation. Mm. Or any man that I want. Let me say that. Not any man in the world. Any man that I want. Right. But I feel like just if a if a dude just walking past, I feel like based off of looks, there are men that are like out of my league. Because they won't look at me and be like, oh, I want to talk to her. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like my personality, I have more pride in my personality than my looks. So I feel like if I can talk to him, I can pull him. But just off that initial first glance, I can I'll be like, nah. And see, I have I have confidence in my personality as well. But it's like I do feel like, of course, off the rip, dudes that try to holler at me, you trying to holler because of Cause the, look. she's a baddie. Yeah, right. You trying to holler. I mean, right. right. Like, but I feel like all of us. Like, I mean, dudes, looks is the start. Looks is the start. Nobody meets you and be like, damn, I bet she real intellectual. I'm dead. Like, <laughs> They look at these titties and be like, damn. They look at your titties. They be looking at your ass. They be looking at your face. They be like, damn, she a baddie. So, yeah, nobody's looking at you off the rip and like, oh, I wonder what she got to say. I wonder how she feel about politics and shit. Like, no. But at the end of the day, though, I do feel like, I don't know. I feel like still, even once my personality come out, certain people are still out of your league because you just not on their level yet. So let us know what y'all think. Do you feel like people should only date in their social status? Do you feel like people are out of your league? Or are you one of the people who think I can have any person I want? So speaking of what attracts somebody and this and that, I want to talk about this because this went viral the the other day. Mm -hmm. Somebody said Bria Miles looked like a donkey. Oh. And it just went crazy on Twitter. Everybody was like, oh, you're only saying this because she's dark skinned. Now, being a black woman... Um, I can, and I went to an all white school growing up. Y'all know that. So growing up, I always got the compliment. You're pretty for a black girl. You're pretty for a black girl. And I'm not going to lie growing up. It was a compliment to me. I thought it was a compliment, but now being an adult and seeing smack niggas like that, but I only grew up around. I only saw blonde hair, blue eyes, green eyes, dark hair, white skin. So I was like, okay, well, I'm doing it because this white man finds me attractive for right. a black girl because black girls aren't uh, typically pretty. Right. But when I grew up and I became a woman and I saw the beauty in the world and I saw how many beautiful women there are in the world and I realized there's not one standard of beauty, I was like, okay, this is not a compliment because there are black women that are killing it. And honestly, now as an adult, I see there. God forgive me, and I don't want to offend anybody, but I feel like, and I'm not just saying this because I'm black, but I feel like ethnic women, period. Mm-hmm. Any woman that has any type of ethnicity, they are the ones that are looking good. To right. me, like, the typical blonde hair, blue eyes, like I said, no offense to anybody, but mm-hmm. that's just the regular American look. You know yeah, what I'm saying? The so, how do y'all feel about somebody complimenting you like, well, not you, because you're not dark skin. But, <laughs> but do you feel, okay, well, let me ask you. Wait, wait, wait. Because you know you are, you know what they like to say, tropic, or you know you look exotic. exotic. So do you feel like sometimes <laughs> men try to talk to you or just want to, you know, talk to you because you're light skin or that you look tropic and this and that? Like, do you feel like men target you for like a fantasy thing, or they expect you not to be as outspoken as like a black woman would be? I do. She crazy. Do. So let me say that first. <laughs> let me go ahead and say that I do like. 
I'm half black, so I do like even on the outside looking in. And okay, I'm so you're black. half black. Yes, okay. half black and Filipino. But you, so, you identify as a black woman. Yes. Okay. And then even being mixed, I feel like I target different cultures. Like mm-hmm. I never have to go into a white area and feel like awkward or I've never mm-hmm. had somebody come to me and like wow you're pretty for a black girl mm-hmm. when people come to me they're automatically like what's your nationality, nationality? Mm-hmm. but then that's when I backtrack and I'm thinking well what does that have to do with anything anyway because mm-hmm. that's the first question I get asked probably the most right yeah. so does it offend you it doesn't offend me I'm just like why does it matter? I don't go up to anybody and be like, hey, what's your nationality? Right. Right. Like, that doesn't, but it's always happened to me. Right. So, I would not go up to a black girl and be like, what's your nationality? Are you right. black? Mm-hmm. You know, like. So, do you feel like people, like, treat you better? Like, men, do they treat you better because, like, you're lighter skin or, you, you know, you're mixed? Like. Well, I actually can't say if they treat me better or not because I wouldn't know how it would feel on the other end. Right. I mean, but you have but like darker skin friends. Like me. Right. Yeah. So do you feel like... I do feel like it makes them look at me differently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I mean, but, that, but that's real. I mean, that's honest because I feel like it's so crazy now because I feel like now a lot of times light-skinned women, they try to be like, no, y'all don't understand the stigma is being a light-skinned woman. And I'm not saying that it's not true, but mm-hmm. they do say right. like, oh, being light-skinned, people just be like, oh, you're hairy or oh, y'all think y'all bad just because y'all light-skinned and this and that. And I feel like they try to oppress themselves to go through the things to that... To make it feel like they, they go through like the same things, things as that darker skin women. girls go right. through. So. I mean, you know, we've talked about this before and I've always said, like, I'm very honest. So, growing up, a lot of things that I feel like a lot of dark skinned girls went through, I didn't go through that. And mm-hmm. I told you that before, probably because, like, I've always had long hair. Mm-hmm. I've always... Like, and then, this, this is just crazy because it gets into, like... How I think as African Americans, our minds are so fucked up. People have always thought I looked quote unquote exotic. You right. know what I mean? Uh-huh. So even recently, I told you about a situation where I went home. I went to Houston, and she was. And I won't say his name, but we you won't were, say his name. But you were with a professional. But I was athlete. with a professional athlete, a really huge professional athlete right now, and um. He told me, he was like, wow, like, you so bad. You so pretty to be a dark-skinned girl. Like, that's crazy because I've been meeting hella dark-skinned girls, and they don't look nothing like you. And even, like, okay, I came back home the next week, and I hung with someone else who is a professional athlete. Right. Just make me sound like such a thigh. Mm. But <laughs> I hung with somebody else that's a professional athlete that lives here in Atlanta, and one of his friends asked me, "What's your ethnicity? Because you don't look like you're black. You like you could be Trini or something." But it's just like, why do y'all? Why does that like, matter? You but know? not that. Why does it matter? Why do y'all feel like if somebody's just plain black, they can't that be free, that they can't be beautiful? Yeah, like, I, I hate that. And I and I and I'm not gonna lie. Like now, especially like how we was talking about social circles earlier being in a different social circle you run into these men who yes like that's the first thing that they ask you what's your ethnicity oh you look exotic oh you look this way and that way and sometimes it does make me feel like well maybe that's the only reason you want to fuck with me right because mm-hmm. i'm dark skin so i'm darker than what you usually will fuck with but because i look not like the norm like right, the normal right, black right. girl to you you like oh well she's an exception i'll go ahead and fuck right her. now i will say like you know, darker women, they have the smoother skin, this clear complexion. So, I can understand somebody complimenting their skin. Like, oh my gosh, you have beautiful skin. Right. But to say anything for a dark skin girl, for a black girl, it's offensive. It's offensive. Has that happened to you before? Uh, like I said, growing up, uh, being around like all white people, it was all the time. Now, being an adult, y'all, I'll tell y'all this but all being in, But being submerged in black culture, being I don't feel like that has probably happened to you as no, well. Because, because you're really not dark skin. No, yeah, I'm not. I'm, first of all, I am. She thinks she's chocolate. She thinks she's chocolate so bad just because she be tanning in the summer. I this know. is where the stigma starts, though, when we like <laughs> light skin, dark yeah, skin. That's true. where it starts. It does. Like, oh, she's a red bone, she a yellow bone, right. she brown skin, she this, she that. 
We all niggas. Cause even with me, in comparison to like how we was talking about Bria Miles, like just now, right. in comparison to Bria Miles, people be thinking I'm not dark skin. Right. Like, oh, you not even dark skin. But that's what I'm saying. At the end and of the day, crazy. It doesn't matter because to other cultures, we all some niggas. We right. All we black. all black. It don't matter. And they so all get us like some that. peasants. But I will say this <laughs> now. <laughs> now being an adult, I will say that. Um, I don't get people asking me, oh, are you mixed? What are you mixed with? Every now and then, I, when I wear my real hair, people ask me that. So, like, <laughs> Unfortunately, I wish I could say the same, but I get that all the time. And I don't know if it's because of my skin color or what, right. but people ask me all the time, like, what's your ethnicity? Right. Like, and I be like, I'm black, nigga. I'm right. a Negro. Right. Well, for 100%. me, well, for me, I'll say, like, when I have my real hair Because I'm proud of being black. Right. right. Well, for me, like I said, it's when my when I have my natural hair in and I have like my curly hair, people will say something and I'm just like, no. But like I said, get back to the subject at hand. It's mm-hmm. offensive. It's not a compliment. I don't care if you're black, Mexican, white, Asian, whatever. Do not go up to a black woman and say, what are you mixed with? It's not Compliment a her on her beauty and leave it at that. Whether she's light-skinned, whether she's mixed, just say... Wow, you're beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And go from there. You know, maybe when you get to know her better, then you can ask her questions yeah. about her history and this and that about her ethnicity and, right. and stuff like that. But to come out the gate, ooh, you look like a caramel Sunday. Stop comparing <laughs> us to food. We can even do an ancestry DNA test together. If like, that's what you would like right, to do. Like, you know, I'm you know, gonna, but don't ask me that off the rip because yeah, like even like when I was talking about the situation when I was in Houston with the dude, like that completely turned me off. It made me mad, and I was ready to leave. Right. He thought that I, I guess he thought that that was a compliment, but it's like no, that's not no compliment because you telling me, oh, you're so pretty for a dark skin girl, but my nigga, you dark skin, you black, black, as you, black is my, you black is my trash can, you right. darker than me, right? And you like, talking about you pretty for a dark skin girl? Nothing I was like, are you mixed? Right. What you? What's your? What well, you don't look. Well, you, you don't, don't look. Me. Look me. If, that, if that's a compliment, <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If you look that, if you look at that like that's a compliment. Well, what do you look like? What does your mother look like? Right. What does your father look like? Right. So y'all have to think about things before y'all say them. So for all the men right now, we're putting y'all on game. Stop saying that to women. We don't find it as a compliment. I think we, we can all agree on that. Yeah. yeah. Asking the ethnicity questions. So ladies that are dark skin, light skin, whatever color you are, let us know how. Y'all feel about um are you're pretty for a dark skin girl or you're pretty for a black girl how does that make you feel and fellas admit it if you've done that before let us know what's the reasoning behind that or why you do that imagine somebody walking up to someone you're pretty for an asian you're pretty for a right Mexican. but do you but i don't know now that you said that i wonder th- does, does that happen i don't think to so other races, yeah, right? does does it happen have to other you races? ever no are you, you oh you're pretty for a white girl you don't think that that happens hell no i know you don't doesn't. think black men or asian i mean no. or asian wow, or Latino so men for Ethiopian. no because i feel like <laughs> Ethiopians are technically but no but this is what you know why i say that it sounds crazy you know why i say that because I'm not trying to be funny and this is maybe offensive to people but people look at black women they used to look at black women like the bottom of the barrel they did honestly but we done came up on y'all ass so the, that's that it's a compliment because back you know back when now we, were, we the standard no seriously though because everybody gonna get lip injections and all that shit trying to look like us you know right. i mean don't get me wrong we get that shit too now right but but I it all came from that. a black woman. I mean, right. I got breast implants. That's what I'm saying. We all do that same shit now right. too. Right. But I feel like it all stemmed from black culture. Like we were always the original, like with the big titties, the big booties, the big lips, all that shit. And so now everybody else want to do it. And like I said, we do it too now. But it stemmed from us. It stems from us. So let us know what y'all. And they don't talk us so bad. It's crazy. But y'all know who the true queens are, okay? So let's get into the next topic. Okay. Ooh, Look, probably, I'm, I'm nervous. Okay, so Marley, it's a lot. Is it's a lot of people that are pregnant right now. It is. Everybody on in 2018. It's the water. Everybody is pregnant. Let's stop right drinking now. it. Well, so, <laughs> I need to drink more because I'm trying to have a baby by 2021. Let me stop you right there, though. Ooh. You trying to have a baby by 2021? Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so let me, but let me say this. (laughs) Now, I'm not saying that there's pride in there, you're better than somebody, but why are there so many babies and no rings? Mm. So, 
The next topic is like marriage versus kids. Mm -hmm. Why are there so many babies being born and there's no weddings? There's no rings. And I, you know, things happen. I will say that I understand accidents happen. But the ring don't matter. I feel like it's more so the actual marriage because it's a lot of people who get proposed to and they never after they get pregnant or have a baby, like they don't don't end up being married. So this is what I'm talking about. Actually being married, I feel like why is it that nobody puts pride in getting married anymore? Like people like, but marriage is a commitment. So is a baby. A baby is a, a commitment. commitment. That's a bigger commitment. It's a bigger commitment. Right. 18 years. Well, really, your whole your life. Whole life. Right. People love to say 18 years, but I feel like, okay, even 18 years, your kid graduate from high school, they go to college. You still have to be in contact with this person. Y'all gonna have grandchildren this is together. Your, kid, your right. responsibility for the life of your life. Do you want kids? Yes. Do you want kids? Of course. Okay, so when do you want kids? Like anytime soon, or you don't really, you're not putting a time limit. I'm not on putting it. a time limit on it. I just, I feel like when I'm ready, when I'm financially ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you? Do but you do you feel like marriage? a man plays a factor in the financially ready part? Like, do you feel like, oh, if I, if I'm yes, the right man, that goes back and to he's financially yes. stable, then I might be ready. Yes, that plays a yeah, huge factor. Like that, go, that goes way back to social status. Like okay. that has a lot to do with it. I do want kids. Um, just when I'm financially ready as well. So, mm-hmm. do you care about the ring, though? Yes, I would definitely want to be married before I have kids, only mm-hmm. because I feel like if you can lay down with somebody and have a kid, which is a bigger commitment to me, then marriage is just as big. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like going backwards. Like, it's you're so- making an even bigger... So, that's why I feel like once men have a baby with you and you're not married, what's the point in getting married and you done gave him everything he it's already wants? It's not a point. That's why they don't. I like, feel like... Okay, so you... How do you feel? Because you... Dre... Me and Dre go back and forth about this all the time because Dre wants a baby. I don't... I... I've come to terms with she's going to have a baby. Do you I know kids? I don't. You don't. She's I have to meet... I will say this. I won't say no, but I have to meet somebody super, super, super amazing, and we have to be married for at least two years first, because I want to enjoy our marriage with just me and my husband. Right. So after two years, and he really wants kids, I'll give him a baby, but you're going to be with the baby. I'll breastfeed breast <laughs> this shit, but that's your baby. You wanted it. It's yours, nigga. Hello. <laughs> so how do you feel? Do you, want, do you care about being married first? No. And I say right. this all the time. No, just because, okay, for example, I grew up in a two-parent household. My parents were married my whole life. They have an amazing relationship. Right now, my dad is actually really sick. He had, like, a few strokes in 2017, and he hasn't, like, bounced back from it. My mom goes and sees my dad every single day. Like, they have an amazing marriage and relationship and i just feel like it's really hard to come by what they have right these days Mm -hmm. with everything that we have going on like with social media and like just us even how we was talking about earlier like social status that's something that we think about now that i feel like our parents didn't necessarily think about about. you know what i mean so i just feel like times are different so i feel like it's hard to come by what my parents have but I know that I want a baby. I know that I'm going to love my baby. I know me and my baby, that's going to be for life. Like, we're going to be together for life. I'm going to love you for life. I'm going to make sure you straight for life. And if me and your daddy don't work out, we can still have a healthy co-parenting relationship right. as long as we're cool. So you don't feel like I don't, finding a, a husband I do want to. But listen, I didn't say that I don't want to get married. I do want to get married. However, do I feel like getting married first is a deal breaker for me having a baby? No. No. And so you don't feel like it's important because I feel like this is how I feel not to offend you but I just feel like you put so much value like in having and being a mother why can't you put that much value in being a wife and having a family I do put that much value into being a wife and having a family but I just feel like with you for example growing up in a situation where okay you had your mom Mm -hmm. your mom and your dad were in love Mm -hmm. when they had you and your sister they were already married your dad, unfortunately, my dad passed ended away. up passing away. Right. So I feel like, yes, your parents were in love first. I just feel like, and my parents were in love. Right. My parents, however, like I'm adopted. So my parents that raised me, those were not my biological parents. But they were very much in love, wanted to have a baby. So I was very much kind of planned, I guess you could right. say. Um, but at the same time, like I said, with our agenda, like things change. No, I agree with you on that, but it's like you don't want to at least be in love. I 
of course I want to be in love. I so never said that I don't so want to be in love. So if you're in love with somebody, then why not just get married? If you're in love with somebody, you love them enough to make a baby. But let me also say this, and this is probably something that's like fucked up about me, but I put a time stamp on when I want to have a baby. Cool. And that's kind of fucked up, but I said I wanted to have a baby before I'm 30. Okay, I'm 27, so. Right. You like, and you don't put a time stamp on marriage. Right. Okay. Cause I just feel like I'm gonna get married when I meet the right person. If me and a guy are in love and so I end is. up getting pre- no, let me finish. If okay. I end up getting, if I end up meeting a guy, and we're in love, and I end up getting pregnant, I'm at an age right now where I feel like okay, if I get pregnant, I'm definitely not gonna have an abortion. Right, Especially I'm if I'm in love that. with you. But just because we're not married, I'm not gonna not have my baby. And just because we have a baby, I'm not gonna put pressure on you to marry me. Right, right. now I agree with that. I can't say that, but I'm just saying like. But I do want to get married. But I wanted to be in a situation like my parents because I really I'm not gonna lie I look up to my mom's and my dad my mom and my dad's situation because my mom has held my dad down through everything like right, even right so now it's like you like I said you feel like oh the time limit is running out for you to have a baby and this and that so it's like I feel like so you feel like you can find the right person to procreate and make a human life with. But you feel like, oh, but this person is a marriage material. Because I'm being honest. How can you say somebody is good enough to have a baby with, but not good enough to walk down the aisle with? I'm not saying that, but at the end of the day, you can't make no nigga marry you. I'm not saying that, but I feel like if you... <laughs> like, he got no, proposed no, to you. I would, like, Marlene, I would love... I want you to marry me. Like, no, I want to be ready for saying, that. But I feel like if a nigga... Just I have my baby, like, that doesn't mean you I ready understand. for that. Like, like I know you, and like you say, you have a lot of pride in your personality just as much as your looks. So you don't feel like if a nigga wants to lay down with you and shoot the club up and get you pregnant, <laughs> he can be, he can make you his baby mama, but he can't make you his wife. Seriously, like that's how I look at it. So you want to every and I and I'm not just talking about you. Right. I'm just talking about everybody in general. Y'all let these men get away with murder. Oh yeah, she can have my baby, but I ain't walking down the aisle with that hoe. That's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I don't look at it that way. I feel like but you I'm might saying. have been like not trying to be funny, but sometimes pregnancies happen on accident. Like believe it but or at not. This point, at this point, because I was born on accident, right? But at this point in your life, any if you get pregnant right now, it's not a fucking accident. We grown as hell, right? At and this yeah. point in our lives, if you but, get pregnant right now, it's if not I got, if I got impregnated. That's not an accident. If you're having if sex, I had the baby. If you're having sex and you're not using protection, you're you're gonna get pregnant. So if you would get pregnant right now, it's not an accident. You know that if I lay down with somebody and we're not using a condom, you know you you have a chance of getting pregnant. So that's what I'm saying. You feel like it's okay to lay down with somebody. You trust them enough. Not to use a condom, so you can't put enough trust in them that like this is the person I can spend the rest of my life. I can put that trust in them, but like I said, you cannot force no niggas to be like, hey, <laughs> that's true. I'm ready to marry you. If you get a baby, if you get pregnant and he doesn't want it, you kind of what if he don't want the baby? Because you just said, oh, I'm I, I, at this point, you're not gonna have an abortion. But what if he doesn't want the baby? So that lets you know society holds marriage to a higher standard. Than somebody being the mother of their child, right? But right. that, but no, do you feel that way? I feel but like what, that and way with everything I've been seeing, I don't feel like people hold marriage to a higher standard than they hold pregnancy because everybody's pregnant. So that means, yeah, that everybody, means, yeah, because everybody's pregnant and nobody's married, right? right? So marriage would be a higher standard. standard. Oh, okay. Yeah, so marriage is a higher. <laughs> marriage is a higher. So look, she drunk. Y'all gonna have to excuse my girl. <laughs> I feel like at the end of the day, if you can lay down with a man and he can put his little raw dick in you, that's probably been here and there and there because all little pussies been here and there and there. So if y'all want to lay down together and do that, why? What's the what? If we can make a life, a human being, a person, this is a life, okay? Life is serious. Yeah. So if you can sit there and make a, I feel like people look at pregnancy and having babies like, oh, it's just my baby mama. No. Right. And this pregnancy is you. Right. And I feel like this is why people are so fucked up these days is because these people, y'all know I'm all about aura and energy and vibes and Mm -hmm. creation. Me too. Okay. I I believe you, but listen, and I know you want to make something, you, you will have a baby with a man that you love. You won't necessarily be married, but. But this, yes, but it's gonna be so somebody this is, So this is not about you. But this is about all these people, all these men and women. Y'all are having babies for a check mm. just because she got good hair. 
Because mm. she's mixed. Because mm. right. she's light skinned. Mm. Stop it. We need, to go, we need to go back to making these children out of love. Why the hell do y'all think this world is so fucked up? Because y'all keep having these babies for reasons out that aren't have nothing to do with love. I'm having a baby by somebody that I wouldn't want my baby to grow up and be like. Facts. Mm. And I'm not going to go Ooh. there. I'm you gonna go there. <laughs> we already talked about this last okay, week. So let me, okay. uh, the week before. So, but, but let me just say this, and I'm not pinpointing anybody, but like I said, there's people that Drea has dealt with, that I have dealt with, and that I see that women getting pregnant for them. And it's definitely not because you want your baby to be like who they are. Right. Mm. And I'll leave it the at shade. that. So, we're a little tipsy now, y'all. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let us know what y'all no, right, but I also feel like that's why in prior relationships and situations that I've been in, I'm happy that I did not have a baby mm-hmm. because I would want my baby to be, I would want my son to be nothing like some of these niggas that right, I have. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, let us know what y'all think. Do y'all feel like marriage is important or you don't care? You kind of, you, you want to have a baby, you're ready, and you're going to love your baby regardless. Well, yeah, you gonna love your baby regardless. I mean, not necessarily. But not I, all people. Not, not people. Well, not all people, but me personally, I have a child. It doesn't matter who I have my child for. My baby it should. Okay, but what I'm saying, <laughs> I'm not I throw my shade in there, girl. It should. I'm not saying that it doesn't matter, but what I'm saying is, if I'm in love with this person, then later down the line, they end up being a different type of way. Mm. I'm still going to love my child no matter what. I'm still going, and to that's love you. That's wow, you because okay. that's you as a person. But you have women out there that will have a baby and then totally neglect the baby because her and the child's father didn't work out. You're right. So if you're having your baby, you definitely need to have your baby out of love. That's why it's so important who you having your baby with. Right. Because right. that's why we got so many fucked up people walking around in this world. I agree. We talking about aura and energy. Yes. That energy is going to rub off on your baby and the whole vibe is I mean I'm not trying to be funny but yeah. all the fucked up people I know when you when I got to know them and I realized what they came from it was a fucked up situation like me no I mean but yeah no but you <laughs> no, 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 no. I would say this but it's different because you were raised by two people who wanted a child I right. was raised by two people who loved each other but once especially but I'm not gonna lie once I got older though that's what really shaped my mentality if you really want to be yeah serious. like yeah I was raised by two parents who loved each other and they wanted to have a baby of... yeah I know but that's because once I became of age and I found realize... out the real situation and right. I found out like well wait first of all y'all not my real parents right who are my real parents right, right and then right, I found right, out the yeah. situation I really came from right and it was just kind of like hmm okay so let us know what y'all think like I said sorry y'all we getting around but let us know how y'all think. Do y'all feel like marriage is important, or you just feel like okay, let me have a kid? So look, I'm sorry. Let's move on to the next topic okay. because I'm a little tipsy. A little. A little tipsy. A little. So this is what I want to talk about, y'all. This is ter- this is terrorizing. Mm. So we're gonna get into the bed. Hey. The, the bed. bed. Hey. Ooh, hey, hey, hey. The bed. Hey. 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 <laughs> so I want to talk about the devastation. Ooh. The traumatizing. Ooh. Dun dun dun. Henny. Dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> Henny the dick. Henny dick. Y'all, Come when on. I tell y'all, Henny dick is a real thing. It's um. Is it traumatizing? It's traumatizing. It's a it's a disease. Ooh. Henny dick is a disease. Is and I hope you niggas get cured. <laughs> because but, I don't, but don't you be having a Henny pussy? No, bitch, this pussy always gonna come. You gotta be fucked up. I don't know about so always. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, we don't, we she's lying. lying. They don't lie. When, when, when I'm drunk, when I'm drunk, I'ma always be good. You know what? You come whenever you drunk. When I'm drunk, it can be Flavor Flav on top of me paying me that hundred thousand dollars that he paid me to get the pussy. Okay. Okay, so how you feel, more? <laughs> drunk sex doing hand stuff. Drunk sex. I probably sex. come faster off of drunk sex than regular no, sex. No, me too. Facts, facts. Okay. But I ain't gonna so, say I'm gonna come every time. I know. Off I'm, I'm off drunk sex. You ever had drunk sex, drunk sex and didn't go? Cricket, cricket, cricket. No. <laughs> this is the topic at hand, henny dick. So let's talk about henny dick. If y'all don't know what henny dick is, henny dick is basically... When a dude gets real, real drunk off that cone yet, that brown, that yiggity yak, and he cannot, he cannot nut it. 
Ooh. So, so one thing, first things first, when the nigga's giving you Henny dick, most likely you're drunk as well. Right. So you ready to just get your nut and go. Henny, and then, you know, when you're drunk, you're a little more sensitive. You're in your feelings. So also when you're getting Henny dick, and he don't come. That makes you feel like, what's wrong with my pussy? Is right. it broken? Is it not good? But <laughs> some women, I've seen women be like, oh, if a nigga don't fuck me for two and a half hours, then that ain't the nigga for me. If a nigga fucking you for two and a half hours, my <laughs> that pussy ain't it. Okay. So, but how do y'all feel about Do y'all like Henny Dick? Do y'all like Henny Dick? I love Henny Dick. What? Yes. Hell no. Now, if I'm, if I'm drunk, not necessarily, drunk. but... Okay, you saying if he got hit, if he's drunk, then nine times out of ten you drunk. No, I would like Henny Dick if I'm sober. Really? Because if I'm sober, I'm probably not gonna come fast. Okay, mm. so how long so, is, your, is your regular sex? Yeah, session? like what's your what's your, your time, time frame? What's a, like a good sex session to you? Like I would say like twenty minutes up in there. Twenty twenty right. minutes. Henny Dick ain't no twenty minutes. Yeah. But that's all I'm about to say. Twenty minutes is cool. That's I good. Fuck like that's enough. Minutes. That's enough. Henny Dick. Dick be Does like forty matter. minutes. No, Henny Dick doesn't come. Fuck what you talk about forty <laughs> minutes. Henny Dick is forever. Henny <laughs> okay. Dick comes and then goes back like, and no, goes. Like, it's like never I don't be coming. I do not ready. like the Henny Dick. So I feel like. The, but I think it's something like science. Is it something with science? Like, why are men, why don't they come when they're also drunk? Heated. Their stamina is just longer. Right? You think yeah. that's what it is? That's what it is. So, have it's you had in a, the mind. Have you had a bad experience with Henny Dick? I'm going to be honest. I'm trying to relate. <laughs> but I've never had any. I've never had no so dick longer than 30 minutes ever in my life. story. This actually goes in uh, correspondence with my story. If y'all don't remember, um, a few weeks ago, I told a story about a man that I was intimate <laughs> with that I really liked that asked me to fart in his mouth. Yes, you Whoa. Yes. Right? I wish you was here for that episode, Marlene. So, um, I'm not going to get into the details of that story. but this Ooh, child. You get out. This actually happened the same night. Girl, I me and, mind you, freaking. y'all, I cooked for this dude. I oh, you freaking... You cooked for him? I cooked for him. Did you? Yes. I did, did you? Yes. So that fart in the mouth turned you on. Girl, no, bitch. <laughs> and, and then I you cook. Look, we had just ate salmon and some crawfish etouffee. I wasn't, uh, I definitely wasn't farting in his face. I would have blew this. I would have blew it. I would have been, I swear to God. I would have blew his face with some green. I would have been doing 20 to 35 for manslaughter right now. If I would have farted in that man's face, I would be in jail for manslaughter right now. <laughs> so, anyways, any that same night, but we were both drunk, 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 and he was just fucking me and fucking me and fucking me mm. and fucking me and fucking me and fucking me. Let me tell y'all how it ended. Mm. Oh wait, I can't because I passed out. I passed out. You passed. I out. passed out mid sex. I did, and I woke up. I was like, damn, did he finish? That's probably why we fell off. I'm thinking I cut him off. He probably cut, cut me off. He did. He did. He did cut me off. This bitch got me fucked up. Like, her ass went to sleep. Hell no. And she wouldn't let me fuck her face. He said you would kill her. She ain't fighting on her. And she went to sleep. I'm out. I'm done. I am I'm out. Now, I'm not going to lie to y'all. So let's look. Okay, but this is still the sex topic. So let's talk about drunk sex. I do like drunk sex, but I'm not gonna lie. If the drunk sex goes past 10, 15 minutes and I'm lit, I'm passing the fuck out. Are you? I passed out plenty of times during sex. I passed out sucking a little dick before. I'm gonna pass out. You just be sleepy. I be I be drunk. <laughs> I be drunk. I be drunk, y'all. I'm dead. Y'all never passed, I ain't never passed out during sex. Me neither. Never. Wow. Like ever during Damn, sex. Like, like yeah, I have. Like during yeah. at, maybe right after, like after he nutted, and I was like, okay, this shit all good. This shit. Somebody all good. gotta nut if it's you or if it's me. If it's you or me, somebody gotta nut. Then I'm gonna pass out. But I ain't never just passed out mid. Okay, so do y'all like drunk sex though? I do. I, I like drunk, drunk sex. sex. Okay, but this is the thing. I like drunk sex because I feel like I'm already a freaky person. Me too. And but I like to take it there. So I feel like whenever I get drunk, I will do things that I wouldn't do when I'm sober. Right. I so think that's yeah. all of us. Yeah. yeah. But I just feel like um passing out during sex, I definitely and this is why 
to get to kind of weird, serious topic, and I hate to do this. Mm-hmm. But that's why I feel like when people be like, oh, somebody did this to me while I was drunk, I'll be like, that shit real. Because I know I, I pass out. I black yeah. out. So easy, I've bro. never passed out. I black out, either. and I just... So let, let us know how y'all feel about Not it. Not during, but it's definitely been times that it was like after the fact, and then I woke up the next morning, and I was like, wow, what happened? No, I, I mean, definitely. after I nut and I'm drunk, I could pass out like... Five minutes after that, mm, yeah, and be yeah, like completely not. I don't be aware out. of nothing. I be passing out balls in my mouth, dead. So you drunk? Oh, I ain't gonna pass out with the balls in my mouth. I got a job to do, and it's gonna get done. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. She said she didn't like a nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know how y'all feel about drunk sex and henny dick and all that good stuff because. I like it, but I like drunk sex, but Henny Dick, I'm going to have to give it a zero. Zero out of ten, do not recommend it. What you going to give it, Marlene? Henny Dick. Henny Dick? Yeah. I'll give Henny Dick like an eight or a nine. Oh, hell no. I'll give Henny Dick a five. Oh, a five? Yeah. Why? Because I agree, because I agree with both of y'all. I agree with you on the aspect that like, you know, when drunk sex is crazy, it be like better than normal sex, for sure. But then also, sometimes niggas be wilding when they be on the Henny. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to give yeah. it a five. It's, it's in between. It's in between. Because I feel like sometimes when niggas be on that Henny, they just be worried about themselves. They don't be trying to eat your... Like, when a nigga's sober, he going to eat your pussy till you come. Ooh! Wow. Have y'all ever had Henny dick and it turned you off? Yes. That's why mm-hmm. I pass out. <laughs> <laughs> And let us know y'all's experiences, honestly. So, this... Okay, so wait. We not done. We still got the bop of the week. Oh, The bop. Hey, the bop. Hey, the bop. Hey, the bop. Hey, the bop. <laughs> Dre, you, I got my bop. Do you have a bop? Or is this going to be me this week? Are you going to let well, me shine? Let me think. Do I have a bop? Okay, she okay, got to go first. I'm ready. So, y'all know I like to shake ass. I like to twerk. I used to work in the strip club for a very long time. So I know it's a little running joke that I don't know how to dance, but I know how to shake this ass. <laughs> and our and our good friend Wale dropped a song with Is that our, our good, friend? Yeah. <clears throat> and with our good sis <clears throat> with our good sis made the, the stallion. Sh- <laughs> And it's called Pole Dancer. And I'm not gonna lie to y'all. It is a motherfucking bop. I, I haven't heard that one. <sighs> Look, she used to be my favorite cheerleader. Hey, I ain't mad, I ain't mad. It's a bop. Like it's the kind of song, like if you walk in the club. I wish y'all could see my face. I I it's a bop. Like you walk yeah, in the club. Has this made this here yet? Or is this a Houston thing? It's her it's it's her hit of the week. Yeah, it's my bop of the week. It's a bop. Cause let me tell y'all something. Word, if, if y'all don't know who Meg the Stallion is, y'all fucking sleep. Cause Meg went super hard, and she you did. Know, you listen to Meg the Stallion? No. Oh, and Meg the Stallion. Well, Meg, Meg, Meg the Stallion do go hard. I can guarantee you they playing Paul Dancer in Houston just because of Meg the Stallion. But it's an actual bop. Y'all don't sleep because Wale used to make those little shaking ass, you know what I'm saying, little shake. He had a like little, what? uh, you know, uh, uh, she said, look my, no hands, she said, look that my. That was shaking, that was that his song? I think that he got a, he had a feature, he had a feature on there, right? Girl. A feature. Yeah, he had a feature on there. So, Wale knows what to do with the twerk song. Mm-hmm. So, it's a good twerk Me song. Marley, so, like I said, uh, Cheers. shout out. Cheers. Shout out to Wale and Paul Dance. Do y'all got a bop of the week, bitches? Oh, something? my bop of the week is. She say, oh, you rich, rich. Oh, my God. I got Lori Hurry on my wish list. Let me say this. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, let me say this. Meek was, album. Meek we talked about this before, but did. Meek album is fire. But let me say this. I was so stuck on Splash Warning. Oh, yeah. I kept rewinding Splash Warning. So I didn't quite, I was making it to the Drake track, but I kept skipping over because I was going back to Splash Warning. But now, I'm Back stuck. home smoking legal. Ooh, yeah, as soon as you hear that shit drop. Bro. I ain't gonna I'm gonna have to agree. I'm gonna have to agree with Marlene. I have listened to that song for at least four weeks now, but it's bye. still my vibe. A vibe. Fucking vibe. Because I played it the other day, remember? Yes, I do remember that. So we're gonna all agree that Meek and Drake 
It's the bop of the week. I personally, because I, you know, I fuck with upcoming artists, so mm-hmm. Meg Thee Stallion did her thing, and it's a big deal for somebody like Meg Thee Stallion to do a song with such a Ooh, major Wale. artist, yeah. Wale. So pole dancer too. So we are gonna say pole dancer, Meek Drake, all fucking bops. All you can shake your ass to. It's 2019. We all need to learn how to twerk and shake our motherfucking ass. But I'm not gonna lie, I am anticipating in 2019 a EP from Meek and Drake. Okay. Together. So we'll speak that existence. Okay, so of course the item of the week is always European Wax Center. If you're in the Atlanta area, make sure you go to the Howell Mill location or the Edgewood location and mention Drea, Nicole, or Lex P or Wind Down Wednesday and you'll get a discount on your waxes. Girl, get that I'll probably wax. Where's the same thing? Oh, you're the Wax Center. You're the Wax Center, or how mill and you'll get a discount. T- you'll get a discount if you mention our name. Yes. Oh, I'm about to go in there. Amen, yes, sister. But also, this is another thing I want to mention. It's a new year. It's time for us to get our finances in order. It's the time to get our credit in order and everything. So I downloaded a new app. It's called Mint. Mm. Well, it's not a new app. I feel like everybody kind of knows about this, but I feel like this is the start of the year. It's time to get on top of that. We're getting older. If you're not getting older, it's just time to get on top of it. So this keeps track of your spending, of your income, of everything. So Download the Mint app. It actually works really good. I've been using it for the past month, and it really helped me. So the Mint app. That's the and item of the week. we have put ourselves on a budget, actually. Like yes. beginning the top of this year. I mean, well, it's only the the third. At this it's the second. It's the second. So you know, Lex told me she was gonna do like a two hundred dollar budget every month for like recreational spending. So I told her I would do it with her. Right. So you know, this year. $200 a month. That's going to be my recreational money. Right. After that, everything is just staying in my savings or my chickens. And our business. We got some more businesses coming. We don't have business so coming. excited. And we're going to keep it on a DL. You know what I'm saying? But we got something coming for y'all. And first, let me just say a big shout out to Marlene for coming on here. And we love Marlene. Marlene. Uh, we, we're definitely going to have, have our back again. Back. Yeah. Of course. You know what I'm saying? And y'all, next week is going to be a really, really good episode because we have a whole nother. Oh, y'all going to love it. So thank you once again, Marlene. Let her say her ending. Wait, before we head out. Yes, girl. All right. Y'all know Super Bowl is coming up. Amen. So if you need a venue or anything, you need a rental venue out for Super Bowl, Atlanta mm-hmm. Breakfast Club. We're open. You can follow it at Atlanta underscore Atlanta Breakfast Club. If you need a rent a venue out for Super Bowl, let me know. Mm-hmm. We're open. Okay, February. and give us your Instagram so we can follow you. Uh, my Instagram is Maganda, M-A-G-A-N-D-A underscore Lean, L-E-N-E. Do you have a Twitter? Um, it's all the same. All my social media handles are the like same. Like a true okay. queen. I'm like this peasant over here. <laughs> Maganda underscore lean. Yes. Ooh, so shout out to our girl Marlene. <laughs> and it's your girl Lex P. And it's your girl Dre Nicole. And you just tuned in. Ooh. To another episode. I'm sorry y'all. Don't think it's your girl Dre Nicole. Uh, the wine getting to me. We'll see y'all next week. Marlene. Oh. Bye. Bye. <laughs>